Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Tonight on SmackDown Live After Buzz TV After Show, Dominic is back. The Firefly Funhouse is back. And is the Yes Movement back? Stay tuned. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. All oh, the boys. <laughs> It's just the boys hanging out this week. What's up? You're alive. Watching us on AfterBuzzTV.com, the AfterBuzz TV YouTube page, iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify. Like and subscribe and tell your friends and your foes about the world of AfterBuzz TV as we break down Friday Night Smackdown on FS1 this week for one week only. What's up, everybody? I'm Josh Tariff, hanging out in the corner because he knows what he did. It's Tom Connolly. I'm here. You I'm are here. here. I'm being uh, punished, you know. Uh, our, our other host, who normally sits at the news desk, Gabby Loren. She literally like just landed within the last I don't know tw- hour of from her, from her impact taping duties in Canada. Yep, she went from Chicago to Canada with the crew. Uh, so she just landed. She's on a time zone thing. <laughs> She'll be back next week. Yeah. So so it's just Tom and I. It's just the boys hanging out. Hence. Hence the little Toy Story music at the beginning. I'd only relate that to Toy Story. I know that really? Song, that song came out decades before it. But I don't I know what like, I related to. Oh, it's a Toy to. Story song. I don't know what I related to. I don't know. Maybe Entourage? I feel like they kind of use that for like, maybe like, maybe like a promo or something. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The boys are back so, for yeah. the new season yeah, of Entourage. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's about it. That, that's it. So, Tom. Yes. Smackdown. It happened. The last one before they go to Saudi Arabia. Yeah. And we're so excited about not them going to Saudi. <laughs> I like the beginning. I was, I really enjoyed the show overall. Honestly, I thought it was a lot better than last week's. Yeah, me too. Yes, I I agree. It was it was way better. At least we're getting some progress and some you know storylines kind of happening going forward. Um, and I mean, I was a very big fan of it starting where everyone was just in the ring. Yes, I was like. Oh, when I saw that they were doing this, you know, Miz TV with everyone, I was like, it's going to be 30 minutes of them getting into the ring first mm-hmm. before. And then I was kind of also going, are we going to have Raw guys be on SmackDown this week? Because that was what I really thought was going to happen. And oh, I was we like, still did. We'll get into it. Did we? And now yeah, I'm like, no, we will. No, we'll get into it. Oh, worry. okay. I do know. Yes, okay. Now I'm like, wait, what happened? And I was like, where's a Raw guy? But I mean, I just thought. Oh, now we're going to have all these Raw guys on SmackDown. What's the point of this draft that we just did? But they stuck to their guns, kind of. At least for this part, they yeah. did. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Because, we, yeah, like you said, we start the show with Miz TV with members of Team Hogan and Team Flair in the ring. They say, not here from Raw, yeah. so-and-so and so-and-so. Mm-hmm. And then we had representatives. So, you know, we had... Uh, we had Corbin, we had Nakamura and Sami Zayn with mm. Flair, and then we had Roman Reigns, Ali, and Shorty G. Yeah, our best friend Shorty G. <laughs> and should I just jump right into Christian's closet yes, at this you might point? As well. You we might, might as, as well, well just knock it out right now. 
Shorty G, Christian's Closet. Hit the music, please. Let's take a a great look at at Shorty G. Uh, So, so Shorty G, we knew last week he made the name change. Yep. So that kind of made us think something's going to differ. Little did we know that he would come out looking like a male cheerleader for the Seattle Seahawks. Yep. He might as well be in the Spirit Squad. <laughs> Spirit Squad. Space Jam. Yeah. You name it. He shows up in in the bright blue basketball tank top with matching basketball shorts. Mm-hmm. With the bright green G and shorty ridden vertically. Because yeah. that's the cool thing. Uh-huh. With the matching <laughs> neon green elbow and knee pads. No, you don't want to be too small. No. Going the other no, way. You don't, <laughs> you don't want to be so tiny that people can't read it. Yeah. <laughs> I like. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. On your happy price, Priceline. This is, this is a joke, right? This is supposed to be a joke. I don't know what's happening. It, it, it's it's got to be. A each joke. week, I get more. Just how can we take that seriously? With it, I, you can't. And you he's can't so take him seriously. Good. I know. He's such a good wrestler. It's like taking Why are like, we doing the, this? one of the most talented wrestlers. You'd be like, yeah, you're just gonna be the joke now, and. But but the thing is weird. It's like even but the the guys in the ring view him as legitimate though. Yes, like, they like, do. It's just that it's they just ignore, that he's short. They ignore the bright. Yeah. Cool. It's it's one thing. Bright colors fine. A lot of wrestlers yeah. wear bright colors. Mm. But like, it's a tank top. And I mean basketball I, shorts. I I feel that they wouldn't go. To, I'm hoping they wouldn't go to this much of an effort to. Do this to him if they don't have a real plan for him. There, I really hope there's a long-term plan of him to just rip it all up uh-huh. and be like, "No, I'm Chad Gable, a submission machine." Yeah, blah blah blah. Uh-huh. Because and and he just kind of rides this out. Yeah, I really hope that is the long-term plan. Yeah, because if not, <laughs> what the hell? Because if we're if if it comes WrestleMania time and Shorty G is still around, oh, I'm gonna God, be real oh, upset. That that would be scary. Yeah, I don't want Shorty G around that long. I want Chad Gable around. Yeah. I don't want Shorty G around. Exactly. Yeah. Just but, if you like, if you don't want him to call him, like, just call him Gable. I feel like, like I have to get wear rid of his shades first name. while looking at this photo because yeah. it's just so damn bright. Uh. <laughs> and it's not the lights in the studio; it's his shirt. Yeah. And elbow pads. It's just uh, crazy. Yeah. All right, we can, um, we can, and, we can cut that. And now. are you as? Uh, Scared as I am when Ric Flair starts talking, oh, like Rick, that something's gonna happen to him. My notes, li- <laughs> my notes literally say, "Mom, Flair's drunk again." <laughs> I could not and understand. I, do you what think he, I he said? I almost feel that they tell him, "Just don't say where we're going. Just, <laughs> just, just say Crown Jewel. Don't say where this pay per view is taking place at." And he just goes, 
I'm definitely saying where it is. Because anytime he's got a chance to say it, he's been like, we're going to Saudi and we're going to, you know what I mean? And it's like. The, the only words I understood that he mm. said were Saudi, the crown jewel, uh-huh. <laughs> Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton. Yeah. That's all I understood mm. what Ric Flair said. I'm just, I'm, I, I'm just worried. Like, I'm really worried something's going to happen to him in the ring because he just gets so fired up. Mm-hmm. And he has the passion that I wish a lot of people would have, though, that are that are currently on the roster each week. Yeah. Like, the, the, if they had an ounce of the passion he has, I feel like it would be a way different show that we're watching every time. Right. Like, even better than what we, what we watch. But I'm more worried that something's going to happen to him. Well, in, in the course of this segment... We have we have things where we say um, you know Corbin mentions that Shorty can stand on Ali's shoulders and still be or Zayn excuse me says mm-hmm. Shorty can stand on Ali's shoulders and still be half the man that Nakamura is mm-hmm. and um, they talk about you don't have to pay attention to Sami Zayn he's just a mouthpiece, mouthpiece. he doesn't wrestle anymore mm-hmm. and Roman Reigns makes fun of Corbin saying he looks stupid and his crown and mm-hmm. and and robe and everything. Um, Hogan called Nakamura a young boy. Yeah, and Nakamura looked pissed. Yeah, <laughs> that is, you don't say that to an experienced Japanese wrestler. Yeah, uh, and we we eventually have the announcement that there's going to be a six man tag team match tonight. But Sami Zayn will not wrestle. Filling in for him will be Cesaro, which he should just be on the team. Anyway. Why is he not just on the team? <laughs> so that's announced for the main event later on tonight. Yeah. I liked it though. I mean, I thought everyone's promo was decent. Everyone got to talk. Yeah. It wasn't. Did you notice how Hogan nearly jumped like four minutes ahead of the script, and and Ali stopped him? No, I didn't know. What did he say? So Not after like... Gable said his first thing, mm. Hogan was ready to like make the challenge of a six man tag oh. before <laughs> Ali and Roman and Corbin and all of them said anything. <laughs> and and Ali was like, oh no. Hogan, with all due respect, like oh, and and then like it like, then like it clicked on Hogan was like oh yeah, <laughs> I almost screwed up. Yeah. This could have been bad, um, but but it worked out well, mm. and I really felt this segment I thought really got over Corbin, who was the hometown boy tonight. It was in Ken- mm. uh, in Kansas City, uh-huh. and I thought it really got Nakamura over a lot. Yeah, I think so. I think Sami Zayn was great. Yes, like he is. I mean, he's a great mouthpiece to have for Nakamura. Yes, it's and it's work. At first, we were just like, huh, but now we're seeing it's actually working itself out. Mm-hmm. So, first match of the night, we have tag team action: New Day versus Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. So, New Day members Biggie and Kofi are mm-hmm. at it because as the head of the ring, we see. On an iPad, Xavier Woods, yep. because the man, while in Australia um, over this last week, tore his damn Achilles oh. and had surgery, and he's going to be out for a very long time. I mean, yeah. to the top of my head, Achilles surgeries are usually, from what I, I've normally heard in athletes, like a 9 to 12 month yeah. ordeal. I feel like when Edge, did, Edge had that happen to him, he was gone for like almost a year. Yeah. So... So it is. I don't know. All these people are like superhuman. So mm, I mean, yeah. I mean, it could. If you really, if you really worked, I mean, I don't. And you don't think when Edge got it, that slam. was like what almost ten years ago when he had it. Yeah. Uh-huh. So who knows what surgery? Yeah. Mm. So yeah. we don't know. Yeah. But he's going to be out a while. That we do know. What is he going to do with up, up, down, down? 
Oh, he's going to film a lot more stuff for Up, Up, Down, Down. I know, but where? He's, at at he's, his house. He has, he has a whole setup at his house. I know, but he, he those guys aren't all coming to his house. It's going to be a lot of stuff by himself <laughs> at his house. <laughs> he's going to have to like, do it all like over Skype or something. He's know. probably working on it as we speak. Yes, yeah. Because he does not stop. Yeah. So we have Kofi and Big E with Rude and Ziggler. I like him, Robert Rude's entrance. I don't know if they just misplaced his little platform mm. or if they misplaced the smoke machine. <laughs> but the whole point is seeing him do his pose. Yeah. And you couldn't see him through the smoke. <laughs> and and I liked how they're still getting match, adjusted to the yeah. to the new setup. We had the B team and the Lucha House Party on separate monitors watching a match, getting yep. ready for the tag team turmoil uh-huh. at Crown Jewel. Yep. Now Ziggler rolled up Kofi and got the mm. win. I think that's definitely very, very shortly after Michael Cole mentioned, you know, this is only just a few weeks after Kofi lost the mm. WWE Championship. Yeah. I think it's it's definitely they're building to something, Planting which I think is good. The yes. seeds. Yeah, and they looked shocked. Um I thought <laughs> I think it was Kofi who came off the top right towards the end of the match. He jumped off the top and hit Rude with like a axe handle. Um and the bump that Rude took looked so devastating. Like you, almost, <laughs> like you almost have to go back and watch it. Like he, it was like he really didn't know it was coming, and he like bounced on the ground and then bounced up into the rope. And like it, like if you go back and watch it, it looked really painful. <laughs> like like at, just as a bump, you're like, I was like. Oh my gosh! He like did nothing to him, and he's like bouncing out of the ring. <laughs> uh, but I was like, "Damn!" I just thought it made me laugh. That's all because just the way he he took that bump. I was yeah. like, "Wow!" And and once the match ended, Revival showed up to try to join in the brawl. Then Heavy Machinery came out and made the save. Mm. So we showed between all them and the teams on monitors, six of the nine teams. But why why did the other two come out? <laughs> they like, were just watching. I know, just studying, <laughs> not needed. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But also, why are the New Day getting a title shot next week? I'm not quite sure. Like, I, were they just like, we need to have a tag team match? And I mean, I, I think it's more leading to the Kofi story. Yeah. But I don't know where that, like, what happens now? Like, I don't know what's happening. Which I, is a good thing. Yeah. We don't want which, we don't want to be which like, I, oh, next we're going to have this and this and I this and this. I also think that, was I saying last week of like, I don't know if I said this on there or not, or just thought in my head. <laughs> I can't remember now. Mm-hmm. I think either the the Lesnar match ends with Kofi coming out and just the Lesnar Velasquez match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Kofi coming out and interfering, so that we so that they can have another match hmm. that we don't get a you know payoff ending of that. Okay, because that it seems kind of pointless. Like either Lesnar beats him or Lesnar gets beat. What's the point of him? Yeah, usually in the match, that. one guy either wins or loses. Yeah, That's but correct. I, but but I mean, <laughs> we're gonna give Kane the belt after he's in his very first match. Huh? I don't know. They've done crazier things. I know. I'm just saying. I think I don't think that's a good decision. Um, or you have Lesnar beat him in his first match, and then now he's kind of what's the point mm-hmm. of him losing his first match? Yeah. <laughs> and now where does he go from there? Does he go beat up Rey Mysterio? <laughs> to get his heat back? I don't know. So I think either that happens, and if, let's just say, Kofi interferes, I could see that then Lesnar interfering in this tag match so that they don't win. 
So that okay. you know what I mean, like yeah, yeah. getting his revenge on yeah. Kofi. So because that is a crazy thing. I don't know how many people have actually realized this, and not trying to name drop, but I just had another show at Brian Kendrick's Wrestling Pro Wrestling that I work at last Ooh. night, and I happened to talk with Kendrick, who you know, because he was at Friday SmackDown in Kansas City, uh-huh. flew back to L.A. on Saturday, mm-hmm. did that show. And now apparently they have shows, I don't remember exactly where, in the Midwest. Then from there, they fly to Saudi Arabia. Uh-huh. And then the SmackDown crew, as soon as the show's over, flies for SmackDown Live in Buffalo yeah. the very next day. And mm. then that following week, or like a few days later, they fly to the UK. Really? Yeah. For, oh, uh, for like another like two-week run. Like, Ugh. their schedule right now is absurd. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think they, I think they could have just said... We're gonna do an all woman SmackDown mat SmackDown this past this Friday coming up. Sure. And just been like, they Hey guys. Could've. Hey guys, how about we give you a break? You just worked this show the day before. On the other side of the planet. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Uh Lacey Evans versus Cameron Connors. So local talent getting a chance to, to shine a little bit on, on, on the bright lights of, of FS one with SmackDown. Uh uh-huh. Uh, Lacey talked about she has too much pride in myself to even compete with this person. I'm just going to walk out. Demands the ref to ring the bell. She walks out of the ring. Ref starts counting. Cameron starts getting more and more excited, thinking she's about to win a match mm. on SmackDown. Yep. And once we hit nine, Lacey runs into the ring, gives a women's right, and pins Cameron Connors. This was the best Lacey Evans match yet. <laughs> and I know that's coming off insulting. And I don't mean it to be. Mm. Why I say it's the best match yeah. is this was the most believable that I have found Lacey Evans. Because she was just like, you know, in my mind, like, I main evented Extreme Rules a few months ago. Why am I in the ring with this nobody? Yeah. I don't need to waste my time on mm. this. Forget it. Yeah. And she walks out, and then and then it puts over how devastating, or since so many wrestlers use but, a forearm, but hers apparently is so devastating that she can actually win matches. Well, hers is not even a forearm. It's a punch. Yeah, well, whatever. But I hate that. You hate that she I, wins I, that. I hate the only, I'm going to say this, the only woman on this roster that should be able to punch anyone and pin them after it is Nia Jax. She mm. legitimately not broke Becky's nose last year. Yeah. That should be her finisher, like, the big show. Yeah, that makes like, sense. how many times, like, I don't like it when they do it with Alexa Bliss either. She's, you know, five foot tall, and yet she has the most devastating punch that she can beat someone with it? No. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I just don't like it. Because everyone throws punches. So, like, oh, you're just, your punch is supposed to knock you, knock someone out? She's, Lacey Evans is, at, you know... Charlotte is more athletic than, looking than her. Sure. Um, I mean, I she's probably the same as Becky kind of thing, mm-hmm. like body wise. So it's like I I don't I just don't like that idea that a punch is a finisher unless you are a giant. That's the only way I'm going to say I'm going in my eyes at least watching could say, yeah, he's gonna punch me in the face. I'm not getting up. Like, but if Lacey is punching him in the face, I think they're going to get back up. I'm not going to believe that she just can beat someone like that. Mm, right. I, and I think she she could come up with a better finisher. Now, can you say though it's based on all her military combat training? I can guess. You use that. I mean, as I kind of. I guess, but I still am not going to. 
believe I like not that she can't punch someone and knock them out, but I just think it's when we're in when we're in sports entertainment that loses it on me of like the enter like it's not I don't I don't find it like passable as a finisher mm-hmm. for for her. So, All right, yeah, I don't know. And well, I guess she's not turning face either. Like we kind of talked well, about that. Well, not yet, at least. <laughs> but we can rejoice. Yes. Because the Firefly Funhouse is back. And it acts like pretty much nothing ever happened. Yeah. We have the funeral for Ramblin' Rabbit. <laughs> Thank you, studio audience. Yes, we're all excited as well. <laughs> we have the funeral for Ramblin' Rabbit. He wanted an open casket. Uh-huh. And, like, it's just deformed and, like, yeah. bloody. <laughs> Bray kisses it. The rabbit's back to health. Yep. And then Mercy the buzzard eats him. Yeah. Oh, Bye, mercy. everybody. Oh, rambling rabbit. No mention of Seth Rollins. No. No mention that he just destroyed the funhouse a week ago. Yeah. I think this is the weakest Firefly Funhouse. Well, because it had nothing to do with anything that's been going on. Yeah. It didn't, he didn't hype up the match with Seth Rollins. No, not at all. Like, no, not one bit. And you would think I should be ecstatic for that because <laughs> he's a SmackDown guy and he wasn't hyping up a match against a Raw guy. I should be happy. <laughs> but they have a match. But if you have this big match coming up, yeah, you got no choice but to say something about it. And I mean, I don't know if it, I don't know if this is like supposed to be like some kind of metaphor or something where like, oh, you know, he could build the fire the house back and. The no one dies there. You know what I mean? Yep. Like I don't know. I don't know what the, I don't know what it means. I don't know either. So I and I just thought it was weak. If you're like, oh, finally we're debuting on SmackDown, and this is, I'd be like, what the hell was that? <laughs> but not even like in a good way. I just, yeah. It was just, yeah. It was just weird. It was a weird one. And I love the the Funhouse stuff. So. I don't know. I yeah. I I thought it was cool that he came back to life. Like it's like okay, that was interesting. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. but but it's just I don't know what the metaphor and what's actually happening here. And it didn't. It seemed like Bray had no problem building that house back up. No, it, it, he. I mean, he got the extreme home makeover guys to help him <laughs> out, and it, it look it looks as good as new. Yeah, it looks like nothing ever happened to no, it. No, it, it looks exactly the same. Yeah. So why, like, why do you, yeah? See, you I, could have at least had a giant bandaid on it. Yeah, or like, like yeah, or at something. least could have been a different color. Like, at least like be like, oh, like I, what I thought was going to happen was that it was either going to look very different, of like almost like even cre- like more like just creepier and like maybe just black walls or something mm-hmm. to where like oh, at least it's like a different house, but like you guys literally use the same it's back, the same exact house. Yeah, yeah. So that happened. It did. <laughs> we also got Drew Gulak versus Kalisto. No, this is not 205 Live. No. Drew Gulak and Kalisto have been on SmackDown. <laughs> and Gulak gets the microphone again, mm-hmm. brings back the PowerPoint presentation, but now it's on the other side. <laughs> the 345 ways that Braun can lose mm-hmm. to Tyson Fury. But. Uh, Kalisto doesn't want to hear it. I, I guess Kalisto's buddies with Braun Strowman. I don't know. He doesn't want yeah. him to give this presentation. They fight for about a minute. Then Braun shows up, mm. distracts Gulak, Salido del Sol. Kalisto gets to win. Then Braun comes in, 
destroys Gulak and grabs a microphone but says, you know, as much as I don't like him, at least this man deserves to be in this ring, unlike Tyson Fury. Mm. And I'm going to destroy you and get these hands at Crown Jewel. Yeah. Da, 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 da. All right. Yeah. I was fine with it. I was hoping Gulak would get the win, but I, I get where I, the, I, it was fine where, where they're going with it. Because I'm almost hoping he's going to try to create some odd alliance with Braun. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I was almost going to be like, oh, these guys are going to be tag champs in the next six months. I'm okay with that. Because <laughs> I think if Braun was a heel with Gulak, I think they could be like a really good like Jericho Big Show oh, again. Yeah. The brains in the Braun. Yeah. Ah, uh-huh. There it is. There it is. They're going to steal it. The brains in the Braun. Oh. Mm-hmm. You better copyright that right now. I really need to. <laughs> Get out of here right now. Go God. copyright that. <laughs> they already steal so much. <laughs> That's definitely going to happen. Um, Dan O'Brien in the ring with uh, with Michael Cole. And Michael Cole asked him the pivotal question after what happened last week. Is the Yes movement back? Before he can answer, Nakamura and Sami Zayn come out. And Sami Zayn shows a clip of last year. When Dan O'Brien said the Yes Movement is dead, that was already a year ago. I know. Wow. <laughs> and Zane talks about, I know that the new Dan O'Brien is actually the real Daniel Bryan. You're an honorable man, and these people have no honor. We're both vegan. He said, you care about the ocean. Nakamura cares about the ocean because he love to surf. Yeah. Uh, so you can either go backwards and revive the Yes Movement, or you can move forward and join us. Mm. What do you say? Ridges out his hand. And Dan O'Brien doesn't say anything and just walks out. So we're definitely building something between Brian, Zane, and Nakamura. Mm. And like we said at the beginning of the show, they're making Sami Zayn and Nakamura like that major, major players yeah. on SmackDown. I mean, two promos in the same show. Yeah, and two Long lengthy promos. promos. Yes, yeah. For completely different topics. Mm-hmm. So they're doing stuff. I know we've gone on here time and time again being like, does Nakamura still work here? Yeah. <laughs> well, they're showing, yes, and they're planning on using him. Yeah. I mean, I. the thing that's hard is that I almost want Daniel Bryan to join them. Like, I, like, I don't... I oh, almost, I, want him to, I, I want him to join them, too. I don't want the... Like, as much as I love the Yes movement, I don't want it to come back. I'm fine with it being gone. It can like, come back, but not now. Yeah. Down the road. Yeah. Like yeah, and, but like but I also feel like it it was 2014. It's now 2019. Like when Daniel Bryan came back at the to start his career again, that was like the return of the S yes movement. Mm-hmm. So it's like okay, we don't need it to come back just because he's a good guy. He doesn't have to have like the fans can still do that, but he does not have to do that. I don't think. Then right. I I think I think he's at that weird crossroads as well, where it's like. I'm assuming he's not going to take their offer, you know, like yeah. So we could have this feud with Nakamura, but I also think he's like, how can I be a good guy but not do the yes chance and not do it myself to where it's like I don't want all my gear saying yes, yes, yes again. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how I don't, I don't know how I I even racking my brain I don't know how he does it with not having. I mean I think the fans will still cheer, but it's like where does Daniel Bryan go? Yeah. If he's not the yes movement. Yeah. Uh, Nikki Cross versus Mandy Rose. Bailey and Sasha are both on commentary. 
It was a solid match. Uh, Sonya got involved um, when needed. Purge neckbreaker. You mean gave, daddy? Yeah, that, <laughs> daddy Sonya. Uh, Purge neckbreaker for the win. Continuing to hype up Nikki Cross to try to make her a viable number one contender mm. for Bailey. I don't really have any notes on this match. It was good. Nothing really stood out to me. Yeah. It was fine. Bailey still going with the with the goth eye makeup. Yep. Uh, I thought they were good on commentary. Her yeah. And, her and, I mean, Sasha didn't really say much, which I think is, like, perfect. Like, I think it's better, Sasha, just kind of sitting there, like, laughing and making faces when, like, it's more about Bailey. Yeah, and, and the whole point was Bailey saying, no, I'm still the same person. Mm. This yeah. is what I've wanted. Yeah. Like, I'm still now a role I'm, model. Now, now I'm just dressed differently. Mm-hmm. That's the only difference. Yeah. And I think it's – Corey Graves is really good because, obviously, when, he, you know, they were good guys, all he did was talk crap about them. Like, he's he's such a good commentator because he gets to the dynamic of it of, like, oh, I'm going to talk crap about them. And then once they flip, he's, like, their biggest fan. Yep. And – to have them kind of give him attitude of being like, oh, well, you didn't, you know, say great things about me before, but now you want to say good things about me? Like, almost getting on him, being yeah. like, oh, but wait, you're you're the bad, you're the heel commentator, but now you like me, and now you want to talk to me and ask me questions? Like, I think that part's good of, like, and I, I think it'd be almost good to have a confrontation between, like, him and Bailey of, like, it's hard when there's a match going on, but... Sure. It could still could have been different, like interesting of her being like, you know, yeah, slapping his microphone or something, right? Just to show how she's a heel now. Uh, Velasquez and, and Lesnar for a face to face. Mysterio's out there with Velasquez. Wait, but Mysterio's on Raw. Thank you. <laughs> That's what I was alluding to at the beginning of the show, everybody. Ray Mysterio, a Raw superstar. Plays music and he comes out on SmackDown. Well, I mean, he did have to do all the talking, so. Velasquez spoke perfect <laughs> English on WWE Backstage. Yep, I know. <laughs> Why can he not speak English on SmackDown? I don't know. So they're calling out Brock. Brock appears on the Tron. And he's got more important things to do tonight. Yeah. And then he lifts up the unconscious carcass yeah. of Mysterio's son, Dominic. First, when they first showed him, I was like, oh, man. When I, they sure showed Dominic backstage. I'm like, oh, he's getting his ass beat He's tonight. getting beat again. <laughs> and it's just like, you know, with Mysterio in the ring saying Dominic's getting better and better each mm-hmm. day. Yeah. Well, clearly he's fine because he was just standing walking around backstage. He had no... Why is Mysterio no got swing, an arm brace on? No, nothing. <laughs> and then Brock had him like unconscious again. Ray and Velasquez run to the back of the trainer's room where Dominic's being looked at. Ugh. Then Brock shows up with a damn trash can. Yep. Blasts it over Mysterio and Velasquez. Gives an F5 to Mysterio where uh. he slings him up against the <laughs> wall. His leg looked like it got hurt. I was like, I'm like, he's going to hurt this guy. Like That to me, like, as soon as that happened, I'm like, this is Kevin Nash throwing the human dart yep. all over again. <laughs> like, it was amazing. And then he did an F5 on Velasquez on top of Dominic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lesnar took out all three of them. Yeah. And... How can anyone think that Lesnar's going to lose? I, I No, I, I don't think he... Like, this was one of my favorite Brock Lesnar segments This ever. was amazing. The whole thing, like, the Lesnar... Or the Haven Pro was good. And then this was just so much... So awesome. Like, sorry, I got a cough. Oh, oh the cough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the 
The but calm that, that, that's, calm. that's the man that Tom is. He's a little under the weather, but still comes in exactly. to break down the show exactly. for for all of our awesome fans and listeners. But yeah, but when, when Mysterio jumped on him. <laughs> And he just threw him like it was nothing. Nothing. He threw him like he was like a, like a three year old kid off him, just into the wall. And like the way his foot hit the he, wall, he, he threw he threw Ray like I throw my four year old nephew in the pool. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, the pool that makes him lighter. But even I mean, he looked so dominant over over Velasquez. Yes, though. like he picked him up like it was nothing. Yeah, and I was like, oh man, like at least I like I like Lesnar, you know. Playing dirty in this to get you know get his revenge on him. I mean, at this point, it might as well be a three on one handicap match. I know, <laughs> I'd be fine with that. And Brock's still going to win. Yeah, <laughs> but poor Dominic. Yeah, <laughs> Kid can't get it, catch a break. No, I guess uh, he, well he's breaking bones or I whatever. Can, I can't wait WrestleMania this year. It's going to be Dominic and Brock. Yep. <laughs> oh God! For the belt. For the title. Mm. Why not? Of course. Yeah. Main event, six-man tag, Cesaro, Corbin, and Nakamura versus Reigns, Ali, and Shorty G. This six-man tag was fantastic. It was. It was awesome. Everyone shined. Yeah. Everyone got a shot to shine. Yes. Yeah. Cesaro stole the show. He did. He really did. And he's not in the damn match. I know. I can't believe he's not in the match. And you're like, oh. And can't we take someone out? Like, I thought... First, I thought that when I saw the picture on Twitter before I saw the show, I thought, oh, Rusev got... T-. First, I thought Cesaro was on the other team because I thought, oh, Rusev... They said Rusev got arrested. Yes. So I was like, oh, maybe they took Rusev out because he, you know, can't go to just kind of delay the, the Lashley feud even more. Well, maybe but, they... W- I mean, there's still a chance but he's on that the they might team, still do that and then Hogan brings Cesaro onto his team because Cesaro hasn't... Like yeah. they asked him to wrestle. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't but he's like, But I don't know. He's pretty aligned with yeah. Sami Zayn. But I mean, crowd was really into this match. I mean, we uh, we got we got a Cesaro swing on Roman Reigns, which everyone was happy about. I love the way he did it. He went for the the punch and he countered it. Into yes, the, that was awesome looking. Yeah. Um, and then at the end of the match, Roman hits a spear in Cesaro, <coughs> and instead of him going for the pin, he goes and tags Ali. Ali mm. has a look in his eyes. And he's like. Wait, you're letting someone else win? Yeah. And he climbs the ropes, gives the 450. Ali pins Cesaro mm-hmm. for Team Hogan. Yeah. And they celebrate as SmackDown goes off the air. Yeah. So I love that they gave Ali the moment. Yep. Cesaro looked incredible. Nakamura, I, like we said, he was in three major segments on the show with yeah. Zayn. Uh-huh. Flair was drunk. <laughs> and um, I don't know if he could drink anywhere. I don't know if he's allowed to, but... <laughs> You tell Ric Flair I'm, he can't I'm not drink telling anymore. Him I'm, not, I'm just saying. I dare you. I'm just saying. Um, but, yeah, I. as much as I give crap to Roman Reigns or have in the past, they are doing a very, very good job of building him up again. Yes. Of keeping him away from the title and giving him, I mean, the Daniel Bryan, that whole storyline was kind of weird, but he put over Eric Rowan. You know, kind of put over Harper of like at least looking yeah. badass. Um, they're doing at least I think for now the right things to do with Roman Reigns of showing that he isn't selfish. You know, can be a team. You know, can be for the team and not have to worry about 
him always winning, but also making him look vulnerable, mm-hmm. which I think is what they never did before. He was always just so strong and like pushed so much of like you could do anything to this guy and he would never be beat. Like you could you what, could you could do five at five. As, as, as weird as this sounds, and I don't want it to go off the wrong way whatsoever, mm. but with the leukemia mm. and the comeback, mm. it then um, showed the world, hey, anyone is human. Yeah, anyone can be vulnerable. Anyone can deal with something. Mm. And I think in a very loose way, they've used that. Towards his on-screen character, obviously not using that as a storyline yeah, yeah, or anything. Uh, yeah, but since then mm. he's lost matches. Yeah, he's looked vulnerable. I, and I th- he's and relied I, on other people. Yeah, and I think that's the point of like the before he was just pushed so much where he just never lost to where it just became boring to watch because every time he was there, you go, "Well, he's gonna win." So why am I even investing in this? You can't say that now. Exactly. No, that's fine. Yeah. And, and I like that. Yeah. I'd rather say I'm not sure if he's going to win. Right. And I also think he's been having such – so many good matches. Like just the the breakdown of like – it's almost like with Cena where everyone knew he was going for the shoulder tackles. Yep. And then people would change it up and counter him. Now people like are right. waiting. Like he, it took him how long to do a spear? Three times to do the spear. He Cesaro stopped him once. I'm trying to think what happened to him the second time. They, they, they've been countering so, the spear. I think, I think Cesaro countered twice. Yeah. They've been countering the spear. They've been countering the Superman punch. They've yeah. been countering the drive-by drop kick yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like, yeah, they're they're quote unquote figuring him out. Yeah, but and but then it's also making him more relatable. Yeah. to the WWE universe. Yeah. So I just I just thought the the more innovative ways they can like counter those things makes it like so much better like like i really thought when cesaro was going to go for the um Sharp the neutralizer oh neutralizer and he does that flip yep i thought he's going to flip and reigns is going to hit the ropes and then spear him as he's turning around which that's what i thought they were going to do which sure. i was like in my head i was like that's going to look awesome and yeah that was to look great yeah or or he was going to flip run the rope and uh-huh. as he was coming back reigns is going to spear him that's what i thought we were going for but However they did it, I can't remember exactly, but it just looked – it was good. And it – I could say that I don't hate Roman Reigns as much as I used to. Breaking news. <laughs> I know. Right? Can you believe it? I, <laughs> Tom I, mean, I don't know if I want him in the title picture, but I think if he's at least having some interesting storylines and Well, they've already, they've been starting to set up this little feud with Corbin. Yeah. Which I'm fine mm-hmm. with. Yeah. Um, I think they're wrestling next week as well on SmackDown. Yeah, I think it's the main event next week. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, especially because on WWE backstage, they did a little yeah. interview and mm. Corbin attacked him. Yes, so they've they've definitely been setting that up, mm. and yeah, I mean we'll we'll see where that goes from there. But I mean, this ten man tag at Crown Jewel, at least on the SmackDown side, they've built it up very well. Yeah. Now on Raw, are we going to have some type of tag match with the Raw? Um, Probably, I would guess, yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, what so, else are they going to do? So it'll be what, Rusev and Rollins uh, against. No, it's not. No, Rollins is. Oh, Rollins out. Rusev and who's the other one? I'm like, who's on? Oh, forget it. Ricochet. Rusev yes. and Ricochet yeah. mm. against. Um, that would be against Orton, Lashley, and McIntyre. Mac. So, so then they'll get one extra person, yeah. and do a six man, and probably uh-huh. Team Flair will win that one, yeah. So it'll be one and one, you yeah. Know? <laughs> 
Because <laughs> that's how wrestling works. Yeah. So, yeah, so we'll see how it goes. We'll see what happens at Crown Jewel, and we'll see how tired the superstars are when we when we see them next Friday. I mean, I, let's hope they don't have to have really long matches and lots of segments. I mean, yeah, I, here's the thing. If, if, if there are fans that complain about next week's SmackDown being like, oh, there was barely any matches, or, oh, they seem slow, cut them some slack. They just landed from yeah. Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. They're taking, like, private charter. Yeah. Just like who knows what time they're even going to get here, get, yeah. get to Buffalo. Who knows? If there's a delay. Yeah, you don't know. Mm-hmm. But we know that we love each and every one of you, and we want to keep talking to you guys. So you can yep. leave those comments on YouTube and iTunes, and you can talk to us on various forms of social media. Tom Connolly, how can people reach out to you? You can find me Twitter, Instagram, Tom the Com. Also check out my Etsy store, Connolly Central. Uh, yeah, that's about it. All right, Gabby, you can follow at Gabby Loren TV. Congratulate her, she, being that she was on Bound for Glory and another yep. set of Impact tapings. Mm-hmm. She's going to tell us all about it next week. And you can still buy my Christian Rosenberg shirts, because I still use that name on the indie scene, at ProsandTees.com slash Christian Rosenberg, and Twitter, Instagram, at Josh underscore Tariff. And for all your other AfterBuzz TV news and gossip, follow me on Twitter, at AfterBuzz TV. Thanks so much for tuning in. For Tom Connolly, I'm Josh Tariff, and we will see you later. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 